Buenas tardes. Buenas tardes. Buenas tardes. Welcome to today's Mayito Minute. All right, I'm going to throw two things at us this afternoon. Here's the first one. Little fun fact for us. Did you guys know that doctors prescribe stress hormones to patients that are undergoing an organ transplant? So they will, they will give these individuals who are getting an organ transplant, they will give them stress hormones. Why? The answer is so that the recipient's body does not reject that organ that they're going to be receiving, that's going to be transplanted into them. What does that mean? Well... It means that stress hormones, why would, sorry, let me back up. You guys know that this is unscripted. Let me back up. Why would the body of the recipient reject that organ, right? Like what would happen? Well, the answer is obviously the organ is coming from the outside of this person's body, right? And then it's going to be put inside of their body. And so therefore, anytime there's an outside agent being introduced into the body, we've got this thing called an immune system, right? And this immune system, you know, kind of fires itself up and comes to life, or it's actually always working, but it ramps up its activity and says, hey, wait a minute, we've got this thing coming in here. We need to scan it. We need to see if it's good for us or if it's not good for us. And if it's good for us, great, we'll, we'll gladly take it. But if not, then we're going to start fighting against this thing. And so the doctors prescribe the, the stress hormones to these patients to essentially suppress the immune system so that when that organ comes in, it is not rejected, but accepted which, you know, the rejection of organs is, is a common problem amongst, uh, you know, transplant patients. But what I want us to gather out of that is the fact that stress, because there are stress hormones, stress suppresses our immune system. Stress suppresses it. It does not allow our immune system to work as effectively as it should. That's pretty, that's pretty wild. I don't really have anything to add to that piece, but I wanted to kind of pivot. And both of these things are semi-related, but um, I wanted to talk about an example of an illustration of, uh, of a turtle. Okay. Now we know that a turtle has a shell. Okay. And a turtle, when it senses danger, it can protect itself pretty well, can't it? It can retreat into its shell and protect itself. But if it does this, if it retreats all the way into its shell, then it can, it can withstand a lot, of, a lot of things, a lot of threats. 
But what it can't do is it, it can't move, it can't eat, it can't do a lot of the things that would allow it to continue to stay alive. In other words, when this turtle goes into uh, a protective phase, then it, it cannot grow. It cannot nurture itself. It cannot continue to sustain its life. I don't know how I'm going to tie both of those things in, but here we go. I'm going to try. How often in performance, how often in our daily lives, think about this, folks, have we gone into protective mode and therefore we are not allowing ourselves to grow? We're not allowing ourselves to develop. We're not allowing ourselves to make progress because we're protecting ourselves. It's really, really easy to draw this, you know, out in an example of what happens when you don't give your absolute best. So 100% effort would be absolute best and you decide to we, because I'll put myself in there because I've done this before, we decided to just dial it back to a 90 or so. We just want to protect that last 10% and not put forth our best effort. Well, what ends up happening is that what could have been if that extra 10% would have, if we would have given it, if we would have extended ourselves that little bit more, if we would have been a little bit more vulnerable, if we would have taken a little bit more risk, what could have been, but obviously wasn't? Because you see, we can't protect our egos. We can't protect our identities. We can't play it safe. And, and try to uh, not incur any wounds, not incur any pain, any hurts, we can't do that and simultaneously get stronger and simultaneously grow and simultaneously learn and become better versions of ourselves. Basic physiology, the way that a muscle grows it has to be torn. It has to tear. And then in the space of that tear will grow new muscle. And then that muscle grows in size. And if it's a bigger muscle, obviously, than it previously was, then it will be stronger by nature. But in between that period of choosing to make itself vulnerable to the point of exhaustion, to the point of failure, to the point of tearing, in between that choice to do that and that muscle being able to lift 
more and be stronger, there's a period where there's somewhat of a setback, isn't there? You're, you're sore. That's what soreness is. It's those micro tears. If you're sore, then you can rest assured that on the other side of that is muscle growth, but you're not going to get that growth if you choose to lift weights or exercise at an intensity that is not going to ever get you sore. So the muscle just by definition, it just won't grow because it's used to that stimulus and it's okay and it's safe and it's protected, but you can't protect and grow at the same time. Now, the thing about this principle here, bringing in what I talked about at the beginning of this episode is that obviously giving 100% Obviously, um, exercising, training, competing to the point of, you know, exhaustion, getting to the end of your rope, either physiologically or more than likely mentally that causes stress that causes a reaction within us to have these hormones released. And as I said, it suppresses immune system function. So when we come across and when we want to talk about how do we do this, what's the recipe? What's the formula? Now, I can't speak specifically to each and every single one of you listening because I I don't know you, but here's what it, here's what it needs to, here's where you need to start. And here's how you need to kind of start unpacking this. It's what can you handle and when can you again self-awareness okay you got to be self-aware but if you ask yourselves these questions at what point does that stress begin to feel overwhelming where the waves are crashing in on me and at that point it's no longer beneficial for me to continue to keep stressing my body and my mind that way. I need rest. I need recovery. I need to back off. I need to give myself a break. Uh, Going back to the example of that muscle, you can go in the weight room and lift and get those micro tears in there and then you're sore And guess what? You can go in the weight room the next day and do the same exact exercise on the same exact muscle group and you can tear it some more. And guess what? You can go in the next day and you can tear it some more and you guys get where I'm going. Eventually, you will cause so much severe tearing in that muscle that you're going to get injured. You've got to have a period where you, all right, there's a good amount of tearing in that muscle that feels pretty at my limit right there. All right, let's, let's go ahead and get that, get those tears patched with new muscle. Let's give that muscle group a break. Let that muscle repair itself, get stronger. And then I'll cycle back to it at some point. In other words, we're resting, 
we're recovering, we're, we're taking time off from exercising that particular muscle and allowing the body to do the thing it needs to, to make it stronger. So all of this stuff plays a factor in elite performance because it's not just about, yeah, you've got to open yourself up to some cuts and some wounds and you've got to stretch yourself and you can't be in this protective mode because if you are in the protective mode, then you can't grow. But I'm going to double back on myself. I don't think I'm contradicting myself, but I'm going to double back on myself. Sometimes you do have to be the turtle that goes into its shell to protect itself from, well, from ourselves sometimes, from doing too much, from overtraining, from overstressing ourselves out, from over having the mental anguish or stress or anxiety or whatever you want to call it of our lives outside of what we're choosing to do. So we've got families, we've got, we've got jobs, we've got all these things like that stuff counts. And so understanding when that stuff is also becoming maybe a little bit overwhelming and it's going, all right, I've got to retreat into my shell and I've got to protect myself because I'm going to grow from this. But if I keep pushing and if I keep going, going hard, if I keep going at this pace, if I keep going at this intensity, then what's inevitably going to happen is I'm going to get, I'm going to get injured. And that's what stress hormones do because injuries are caused by a lack of our functioning immune system. You get a cold, you pull a hamstring, things of that nature. All right, folks, there you have it. I think I pulled it all together. So hopefully that was a coherent episode there for you. And I hope that you guys enjoyed it. I hope that you're enjoying this content. I love just discussing elite performance and kind of what I learn and what I see in the athletes that I partner with and so on and so forth. So I would love to do the same with you. I'd love to get to know you better. I'd love to get to know your story. I'd love to know how I can serve you and help you to become a better version of yourself. So hop onto the website, utmostperformance.info, and you guys can sign up for a free 30-minute consultation to see if a partnership with me is something you'd like to hop into and get going. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. Until next time.